0: Hello, this is Adrian Hendricks
1: and Jerry Hendricks with Say One More Now, Incorporated, where our focus is to lovingly confront all activities dishonoring human life created in the image of God. There is no greater dishonor to God in human life than to reject His eternal salvation, only available through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining us.
0: The title of today's message is, You Are Not Forsaken, Don't Let the Wicked Get You Down. Webster's 1828 Dictionary defines the word forsaken as to be deserted, left, abandoned. The word wicked, as used in scripture, means persons who live in sin, transgressors of the divine law, all who are unreconciled to God, unsanctified or impenitent. Since wickedness is pervasive in just about every society, it is extremely difficult not to become discouraged by the sight of, and even at times, the pain of falling victim to wickedness.
1: Our intent today is to strengthen you in the Lord with the Word of God as we consider Psalm 37. It is one of our favorite psalms because it provides encouragement and comfort. Take heart and meditate on the inevitable righteous justice of our Heavenly Father as we read this psalm from the Amplified Bible. A Psalm of David Fret not yourself because of evildoers, neither be envious against those who work unrighteousness, that which is not upright or in right standing with God. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust, lean on, rely on, and be confident in the Lord, and do good. so shall you dwell in the land and feed surely on His faithfulness, and truly you shall be fed. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and He will give you the desires and secret petitions of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, roll and repose each care of your load on him. Trust, Lean on, rely on, and be confident also in him, and he will bring it to pass.
0: And he will make your uprightness and right standing with God go forth as the light, and your justice and right as the shining sun of the noonday. Be still and rest in the Lord. Wait for him and patiently lean yourself upon him. Fret not yourself because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath, Fret not yourself, it tends only to evildoing. For evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait and hope and look for the Lord in the end shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, and the evildoers will be no more. Though you look with care where they used to be, they will not be found. But the meek in the end shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. The wicked plot against the uncompromisingly righteous, the upright and right standing with God, They gnash at them with their teeth. The Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that their own day of defeat is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend their bows to cast down the poor and needy, to slay those who walk uprightly, blameless in conduct and in conversation. The swords of the wicked shall enter their own hearts, and their bows shall be broken. Better is the little that the uncompromisingly righteous have than the abundance of possessions of many who are wrong and wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholds the consistently righteous.
1: The Lord knows the days of the upright and blameless, and their heritage will abide forever. They shall not be put to shame in the time of evil, and in the days of famine they shall be satisfied. But the wicked shall perish, and the enemies of the Lord shall be as the fat of lambs that is consumed in smoke, and as the glory of pastures. They shall vanish, like smoke shall they consume away. The wicked borrow and pay not again, for they may be unable. But the uncompromisingly righteous deal kindly and give, for they are able. For such as are blessed of God shall in the end inherit the earth. But they that are cursed of him shall be cut off. The steps of a good man are directed and established by the Lord when he delights in his way, and he busies himself with his every step. Though he falls, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord grasps his hand and support and upholds him. I have been young and now am old, yet have I not seen the uncompromisingly righteous forsaken or their seed begging bread. All day long they are merciful and deal graciously. They lend and their offspring are blessed. Depart from evil and do good, and you will dwell forever securely. For the Lord delights in justice and forsakes not his saints. They are preserved forever, but the offspring of the wicked in time shall be cut off. Then the consistently righteous shall inherit the land and dwell upon it forever."
0: The mouth of the uncompromisingly righteous utters wisdom, and his tongue speaks with justice. The law of his God is in his heart. None of his steps shall slide. The wicked lie in wait for the uncompromisingly righteous and seek to put them to death. The Lord will not leave them in their hands or suffer them to condemn them when they are judged. Wait for and expect the Lord and keep and heed his way, and he will exalt you to inherit the land. In the end, when the wicked are cut off, you shall see it. I have seen a wicked man in great power and spreading himself like a green tree in its native soil. Yet he passed away, and behold, he was not. Yes, I sought and inquired for him, but he could not be found.
1: Mark the blameless man, and behold the upright, for there is a happy end for the man of peace." As for transgressors, they shall be destroyed together. In the end, the wicked shall be cut off. But the salvation of the consistently righteous is of the Lord. He is their refuge and secure stronghold in the time of trouble. And the Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they trust and take refuge in him.
0: F.B. Meyer's commentary on this passage reads, This is an acrostic psalm grappling with the problem of the inequality of human life and the apparent failure of God to reward His servants and punish His enemies as they deserve. Life and immortality, where we know that the balance will be readjusted, had not then been brought to light, and therefore the solution was far harder before the advent of our Lord than for us. But though the psalmist's solution is therefore not complete, his teaching of the blessedness of absolute trust in God's providence is very delightful. Fret not thyself, that is, do not give way to passionate resentment or bitter disappointment. Live in God. Find your delight in contemplating His nature and His works. Roll on Him the decision of your life choices. Trust in Him to supply all your need and work in your behalf. Be silent and rest. How dramatically this picture of the happy, restful child of God is contrasted with the wicked and his certain, doom-like, barren pastures scorched by heat or thin smoke columns vanishing in the air. Wait and trust.
1: So that we will clearly understand what the Lord wants us to avoid, the Bible provides copious, detailed descriptions of the wicked and their sure reward if they do not repent. Genesis 13 tells us about the city of Sodom and its inhabitants, the Sodomites, so-called because they practiced sodomy based on the record in Genesis 19. Sodomy is the detestable act of anal intercourse and includes sexual intercourse with animals. Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed by God because of their wickedness.
0: Another example of wickedness is from 2 Chronicles chapters 22-24. Athaliah, whose name means afflicted of the Lord, was the daughter of Ahab and Jezebel, themselves a very wicked couple. Athaliah married Jehoram, the son of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, and introduced Baal worship into that kingdom. After the great revolution by which Jehu seated himself on the throne of Samaria, she killed all the members of the royal family of Judah who had escaped the sword of Jehu. From that slaughter, one infant, named Joash, the youngest son of Ahaziah, was rescued by his aunt, Jehosheba, wife of Jehoiada, the high priest. The child, Joash, was brought up under Jehoiada's care and concealed in the temple during the time Athaliah reigned over Judah. At the end of six years, Jehoiada thought it time to present the lawful king to the people. His plan was successful and Athaliah was put to death.
1: One more portrait of the wicked that appeared to gain advantage over the righteous is that of Haman, whom we read about in the book of Esther. Haman was thought to be the descendant of the Amalekites, whom God had instructed Israel to destroy for their merciless attack at Deuteronomy 25, verses 17 and 18. Remember what Amalek did to you on the way when you had come forth, From Egypt, how he did not fear God, but when you were faint and weary, he attacked you along the way and cut off all the stragglers in your rear.
0: According to commentator Fawcett, Haman was the son of Hamadatha the Agagite, probably of Amalekite origin. The Amalekites had, from the first, pursued Israel with unrelenting spite and were consequently all but exterminated by Israel a survivor of such a people group would instinctively hate Israel and every Jew. Elevated by one of those sudden turns, which are frequent in despotic states, where all depends on the whim of the autocrat, he showed that jealousy of any omission of respect which is characteristic of upstarts. These two motives account for Haman's monstrous scheme of revenge, whereby he intended to exterminate a whole nation for the affront of omission of respect on the part of the one individual, Mordecai. God's retributive judgment and overruling providence are remarkably illustrated. Haman's wicked plot backfired on himself. The honors which he designed for himself, he, in spite of himself, heaped on the man whom he so scornfully hated, and the gallows on which he meant to hang Mordecai was that on which Haman was hanged himself.
1: Haman's end is described as Psalm 7, verses 14 through 16. Behold, the wicked man conceives iniquity and is pregnant with mischief and gives birth to lies. He made a pit and hollowed it out and has fallen into the hole which he made before the trap was completed. His mischief shall fall back and return upon his own head and his violence come down with the loose dirt upon his own scalp. With all this in mind, it seems for one to purposely choose evil is a fool's errand. Psalm 107 verse 17 observes, Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, are afflicted.
0: A commentary by Albert Barnes states the obvious about this verse. A more literal rendering of this verse would be, Fools, from the way of their transgressions and by their iniquities, afflict themselves. In other words, if a man treads along in the path of sin, he will come to this result, to punishment. Punishment is not arbitrary on the part of God, and it is not of the nature of a mere direct infliction from his hand. It is what people mete out to themselves and what they might have avoided if they had chosen to do so. The wicked, though perhaps quite intelligent, are still fools. For they demonstrate hatred for God through denial of Him. Psalm chapter 14 verse 1 says, The empty-headed fool has said in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable deeds. There is none that does good or right.
1: Beside foolhardy disregard for God, what are some of the characteristics of the wicked? Well, let's see what the Word of God tells us so plainly. Proverbs 21.10 states, The soul or life of the wicked craves and seeks evil. His neighbor finds no favor in his eyes. We can see more at Proverbs 15 verse 28. The mind of the uncompromisingly righteous studies how to answer, but the mouth of the wicked pours out evil things. According to Proverbs 21, verse 7, the violence of the wicked shall sweep them away because they refuse to do justice or do what is right. And Proverbs 12:10 shows that a consistently righteous man regards the life of his beast, but even the tender mercies of the wicked are cruel.
0: Isaiah chapter 57 verses 19 through 21 paints a vivid picture of the restlessness of the wicked. Peace, peace to him who is far off, both Jew and Gentile, and to him who is near, says the Lord. I create the fruit of his lips, and I will heal him, make his lips blossom anew with speech and thankful praise. But the wicked are like the troubled sea, for it cannot rest, and its waters cast up mire and dirt. There is no peace, says my God, for the wicked. The wicked have no help from God, as seen at Proverbs 15, verse 29. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the consistently righteous, the upright, in right standing with him. And Proverbs 4, verse 19 shows that the way of the wicked is like deep darkness. They do not know over what they stumble. Psalm 75, verse 8 presents the sad end for the wicked. For in the hand of the Lord there is a cup of his wrath, and the wine foams and is red, well mixed, and he pours out from it, and all the wicked of the earth must drain it and drink its dregs. We are reminded at Psalm 11 verses 5 through 7 that the Lord tests and proves the unyieldingly righteous, but his soul abhors the wicked and him who loves violence. Upon the wicked he will rain quick burning coals or snares fire, brimstone, and a dreadful scorching wind shall be the portion of their cup. For the Lord is rigidly righteous. He loves righteous deeds. He beholds the upright.
1: One way the righteous remain that way is shown at Proverbs 21, verse 12. The uncompromisingly righteous man considers well the house of the wicked, how the wicked are cast down to ruin. Even the thoughts of the wicked are not secret, as Proverbs 15:26 reveals. The thoughts of the wicked are shamefully vile and exceedingly offensive to the Lord, but the words of the pure are pleasing words to him. Psalm 11 verse 5 makes God's attitude toward the wicked plain. The Lord tests and proves the unyieldingly righteous, but his soul abhors the wicked in him who loves violence. And we can boldly make this declaration to God from Psalm 5 verses 4 through 6. You are not a God who takes pleasure in wickedness, neither will the evil man so much as dwell temporarily with you. Boasters can have no standing in your sight. You abhor all evildoers. You will destroy those who speak lies. The Lord abhors and rejects the bloodthirsty and deceitful man.
0: The wicked follow their leader, Satan, and they with him are defeated. This is foretold at Revelation chapter 20 verses 1 through 4 and verses 7 through 10. Then I saw an angel descending from heaven. He was holding the key of the abyss, the bottomless pit, and a great chain was in his hand. And he gripped and overpowered the dragon, that old serpent of primeval times, who is the devil and Satan, and securely bound him for a thousand years. Then he hurled him into the abyss, the bottomless pit, and closed it and sealed it above him, so that he should no longer lead astray and deceive and seduce the nations until the thousand years were at an end. After that, he must be liberated for a short time. Then I saw thrones, and sitting on them were those to whom authority to act as judges and to pass sentence was entrusted also i saw the souls of those who had been slain with axes beheaded for their witnessing to jesus and for preaching and testifying for the word of god and who had refused to pay homage to the beast or his statue and had not accepted his mark or permitted it to be stamped on their foreheads or on their hands and they lived again and ruled with christ the messiah a thousand years and when the thousand years are completed satan will be released from his place of confinement And he will go forth to deceive and seduce and lead astray the nations which are in the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to muster them for war. Their number is like the sand of the sea. And they swarmed up over the broad plain of the earth and encircled the fortress of God's people and the beloved city. But fire descended from heaven and consumed them. Then the devil who had led them astray, deceiving and seducing them, was hurled into the fiery lake of burning brimstone, where the beast and false prophet were, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever through the ages of the ages.
1: The unrepentant wicked will face judgment before the great white throne as we read at Revelation 20 verses 11, 12, and 15. Then I saw a great white throne and the one who was seated upon it from whose presence and from the sight of whose face earth and sky fled away and no place was found for them. I also saw the dead, great and small. They stood before the throne, and books were opened. Then another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged, sentenced by what they had done, their whole way of feeling and acting, their aims and endeavors, in accordance with what was recorded in the books. And if anyone's name was not found recorded in the book of life, he was hurled into the lake of fire
0: the wicked will not end well, no matter how their lives are spent on earth, whether they live in poverty or riches, whether they live with great fame or nameless ignominy. The wicked end this way because, in the end, God and the salvation he offers is repeatedly and constantly refused. Many would ask at this point, well, what about those who live in far-off lands who may never have had the chance to hear about the salvation of God? our answer is this. Romans chapter 1 verses 18 through 25 says that all men everywhere have the opportunity to accept God where they are and through the way he reveals himself to them. Neither were thankful but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man, and to birds, and four-footed beasts, and creeping things. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshipped and served the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever." Amen.
1: God has not left humanity without a remedy for the sickness of wicked hearts. John 3:16 through 21 gives us that cure as his son, Jesus, who said, "For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved." But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God.
0: For those faithfully following the Lord Jesus, maintain your stance in resisting the temptation to do evil. And consider the encouragement offered by Romans chapter 2, verses 7 and 10. To them who by patient, continuous, and well-doing seek for glory and honor and immortality, eternal life. But glory, honor, and peace to every man that works good, to the Jew first, and also to the Gentile. And Romans chapter 2 verses 8 and 9 issues a warning for those who turn away from the light revealed by Jesus. But unto them that are contentious and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath, tribulation, and anguish upon every soul of man that does evil, of the Jew first, and also of the Gentile.
1: To those listeners who are not believers, we have a few questions. Are you a wicked person? Are you living contrary to the revealed light of God? Have you come to believe that Jesus is the living Son of God, but you still do things that you know in your heart of hearts are against God's will for your life? Perhaps you are living a life much like those in Sodom, wantonly and indiscriminately engaging in unnatural sexual activity. Perhaps you promote abortion and involve yourself in the murder of preborn or newborn children who can't speak for themselves. Just maybe you are more like Haman, with hatred in your heart for another people group, such as whites, Jews, Asians, blacks, or just anyone who is not like you. Perhaps you have the appetites of Ophelia, hungry for power and willing to crush and destroy everyone who gets in your way.
0: The purpose of these questions is not to bring you shame. It is to give you an opportunity to lay your shame and burdens down at the feet of Jesus and step into the blessed surety of eternal life in His kingdom. Take a minute to think about this. If your life were to end today, where would you spend eternity? Are you sure beyond a doubt that you would spend eternity with Jesus in heaven? This is too serious a matter to lightly dismiss or toss aside. If you want, there is still room for you this day before the Son of God. Please consider asking Jesus to grant you repentance from your wicked deeds, for him to come into your life, and for him to clean your heart from all of its wickedness today. He is willing, and he is waiting to hear from you.
1: We at Save One More Now Incorporated encourage all listeners to seek the Lord for his calling on your life. If you faithfully spend time with him throughout the day, you will come to know without a doubt that he really loves you and he has a purpose for your being here.
0: We can be reached by email at truelife at saveonemorenow.org or our telephone number in the United States, 850-727-0493. We look forward to joining you next week and ask you to remember, Life Life is is good. God
1: God gives life. life. God God is is good. good.